you're tuning into the High Performance Path podcast, and I'm your host, Alex. If you want to increase your productivity, enhance your mental performance, hack your sleep, and build a bulletproof body, then you're in the right place. Get ready as we dive into interviews with performance coaches, business owners, and health professionals to find out their daily routines, habits, and movement practices. All right, let's go. All right, welcome back, guys. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about my training history and then what I currently do for training now. So let's take a dive back to my first experience with gym and any sort of kind of physical training, like inside a gym. So this is going back not super early in my life, but around that 18 mark. That's when I started, I stopped skateboarding. That's what I kind of used to do as physical activity. Um, And then I started, I don't know, I guess I turned 18, started drinking, going out, and I started to care about what I looked like. So I started to go to the gym and I started doing bodybuilding training, which is pretty common around that age to start doing that. And that was my kind of entry um, to the gym world, bodybuilding was massive. This was how many years ago? Eight years ago. Um, it still is massive now. It's probably, I don't know. It's probably bigger than it is now. Uh, probably bigger now than it is then. I don't really know. I don't have too much to do with the bodybuilding industry anymore. Um, <clears throat> we'll dive into that a little bit later. But so. I didn't really know what I was doing at the gym. I had a mate that went and I kind of went with him and he kind of just, I kind of copied him and kind of learnt from what he'd been shown from other people that he'd been going with. Um, This was before I kind of watched YouTube videos, I think. I wouldn't have really watched any YouTube videos on training or anything. Um, So I did that for about a year and then I... And then I joined the military about a year after training. So I was pretty new. Uh, I was pretty new to training. And I kind of started training for the military shortly after I started um, working out in a gym, doing bodybuilding kind of stuff. So to get into the military, you needed a pretty basic level of fitness, which wasn't hard for me as I was kind of, I wasn't overweight. I was fairly active doing skateboarding and playing kind of not competitive sports, but sports here and there. I used to play tennis when I was primary school and I played soccer in primary school. And then I played rugby league and a bit of rugby union in high school. Um, And then that kind of died off. Most of that sport, I kind of stopped by about the year nine mark. So like how many years old is that? Like 15 ish. So I was always kind of active and I did play sports. Um, But then I kind of stopped sports when I was about 15. Um, Joined the military and I kind of, through that training, um, that was pretty physical and I kind of enjoyed that. I liked doing physical stuff. Um, That was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of mentally tough 
challenges that you kind of have to overcome in that training. And that was kind of good because that carries over to um, when you're training in the gym. Having more mental toughness and the discipline to even just go carries over to your training and then the discipline within nutrition as well. So when I, when I, when I got in, I started, I started to experiment with powerlifting as it's just kind of a natural progression, not from bodybuilding to powerlifting, but when you do one training method for, for so long, you kind of get bored and kind of explore other ways of training. And so I kind of, I shifted, I shifted from training for an aesthetic goal and changed to a performance goal and started to focus on the number on the bar, the number of weight, the amount of weight on the bar. And that was a really positive shift now that I'm looking back at it. Because since then, I've kind of only really been focused on performance goals rather than aesthetic goals. I think having aesthetic goals in the gym, most people start with that. So that's pretty normal. But you get to a point where it, I mean, where's the, where's the point where you're happy with how you look? It probably, it usually never comes. There will never be a point where you're like, okay, yeah, I'm happy with how I look now. Because then, then what? You just keep going and going and going. And it will eventually, you'll, you'll cross a line. And the amount of time and energy and effort you're putting into getting healthier and fitter. If that becomes an obsession, then that ends up being an unhealthy obsession. And your original goals for being healthier and fitter turn into something that's unhealthy. That can really easily happen if you just have aesthetic goals. Now, uh, enough about that. I won't dive into that too much. I'm going to I'm going to continue on with my training history. So, I started doing powerlifting and starting to get stronger and then I I started to learn about nutrition and other aspects of health and fitness rather than just the training side because there's so much that goes into it. There's the, there's the mindset, there's the nutrition, there's the habits, there's so many other things. So after doing that for a while, I started, I dabbled in a little bit of CrossFit, not at a CrossFit gym, just with some friends in the military that kind of did it because CrossFit, to begin with, was quite popular with um, um, military personnel and law enforcement um, emergency services because it's it's training for the unknown. So you do a lot of different training methodologies, and you want to you want to kind of be decent. Decent at a lot of different things so that you're kind of ready for anything that life can throw at you, which is a, I think is a really, um, a really good approach to your health and fitness. So it was quite popular with military. 
Um, so I started doing a little bit of that and that was pretty fun because that was more social than your typical powerlifting or bodybuilding workouts where you just did it alone following a program or whatever with headphones on, music going. Like, don't get me wrong, I love training with headphones on, with music pumping you up. That's amazing. But the social side of doing group workouts was also amazing. And so I started doing that a little bit. And I still do CrossFit now. I still like it. I love it. I think it's a really good way to train. Um, I got um, my CrossFit level one, started coaching at a CrossFit gym in Newcastle. I still coach there now, CrossFit Coalface. It's a great gym. And what I like about CrossFit, it's got all kinds of training methodologies. It's got a mix of strongman, gymnastics, um, calisthenics, which is like bodyweight training, Olympic lifting, what else has it got? It's got, I've probably missed some, but you get the point. It's heaps of different ways to train all mixed together in different different time frames, different things mixed together. And so it's kind of, you don't, you very rarely do the same thing twice, but when you do do the same thing for a second time, your goal is to improve and so there's a performance kind of um, incentive to try and beat your last time because without doing that same workout, you can you can get fitter doing other things. So you don't have to do the one thing to get better at that one thing, that same workout, um, which is good because it keeps it interesting. And doing it in classes means you can tick the social box and tick the workout box. So you can do that. If you do that, you know, throughout your week, like four or five times a week, you're you're being social and you're getting your fitness done. And if you can combine those two, then it's it's more efficient than if you do maybe an hour and a half in the gym and then you hang out with your friends and be social for an hour and a half. That's three hours out of your day. So you fit work in. There's not much else you can do in a day. But if you combine the social side and the fitness side, then that's more time that you can spend in your day on something else with other people or even just by yourself having your own me time because that's equally as important, having a good balance, having your own time to rest and recover. So um, I actually... I. One of my biggest weakness when I started CrossFit was kind of was my size. I was naturally, I'm naturally a smaller build, which is good for the gymnastics and the like running. I've always kind of been naturally okay at running, but it's not so good for the Olympic lifting side of the sport and the strength side because the weights in the workouts, they're not. they're not relative to your body weight. They're just a set weight. So, you know, old matey here who's 100 kilos, six foot three, pack full of muscle. He does the same weight as old matey over here who's five foot six, 
who's, you know, 75 kilos. There's 25 kilos of difference there, but they're doing the same weight. So there's benefits to being heavier. There's benefits to being lighter. The kind of general idea, oh, most of the time it kind of evens out. Like people with longer limbs, it's harder for them to do pull-ups and push-ups and squats if you've got longer legs because you've got to travel further up and down. Um, but then those longer limbs are generally easier for other things. So let's move on from that. Um, I started to like Olympic lifting and I focused on, because that's it's pretty technical. So I actually focused on just Olympic lifting for about six months. I got a coach because I knew it was something that I had a weakness in. And it's so technical. It takes so long to get good at that stuff. You really need to focus on it. And if you go too heavy too quickly, you you build poor movement patterns that become habits. And then it's really hard to change a bad habit once you've built it. So I know it's important to move, you know, proper from the start. So I wanted to focus on good quality movement before I started to kind of focus on getting more weight on the bar. Um, so I didn't do CrossFit for probably six months. My conditioning was horrendous, but my squat went up heaps because I was squatting five five times a week at least. Variations of you know back squat, front squat, overhead squat. Because Olympic lifting is just the snatch and clean and jerk essentially two two lifts. So it's basically just training those and squatting a fuckload. Um, so that was pretty fun. That actually improved my CrossFit when I went back into doing CrossFit. Um, after that, I kind of, after doing CrossFit for a while, I kind of, I kind of thought, what's the point of doing this? Like it's fun, training for, you know, increased performance and getting fitter, but. What's the point if you're not going to use that performance or fitness for anything? So then I realized, like, I have not played much sport and I actually missed it. So I started playing touch footy. I actually signed up and did ultimate frisbee for a season, which was really fun. I had not played that. I remember playing that in high school, like year eight or year nine or something. And it was that sport that no one wanted to play. And so me and my mates were just like, oh, let's just all pick this because we had to do sport. We're just like, let's just pick this because no one wants to do it. We'll all be on the same team and we can just hang out. Like at least we'll all be there. Like none of us want to do it, but at least we'll all be there doing it. And we actually really liked it. We did really well. And I think we I think we made the finals. We might have even won it. I, I can't remember. It was that long ago. But I haven't played it since then. I remember how much fun I had. So I was like, when I met someone who said that they played Ultimate Frisbee once, I was like, no way. You can play that in Newcastle. Fucking sign me up. When's it start? <laughs> so, found out when it started. Dragged my mate there. I was like, you're coming. I'm like, we're playing. We went, signed up. It was really fun. It was good. But then I was like, okay, i got to do more of this stuff because sport is fun. I miss it. So, started playing more sport. Um, I actually signed up for a trail run. Last year, it would have been about a year ago, April, a bit less than a year ago. Um, and that was 
that was the first trail run that I'd kind of signed up to commit to do that was kind of a decent distance. It was, um, I think, 25 k's, but it was it was up and down fire trails. So 25 k's doesn't seem like that far, but when you're running across sand and up and down fire trails and there were basically it was through Glenrock, which is a part of Newcastle, and they have downhill um, like mountain bike trails. We're running up and down and up and down those gorgeous views, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I signed up because I was like, I I started getting into doing like trail running and hikes and stuff because that's one of the things I enjoy just being outside and using your fitness to, you know, see nice places. So I was like, fuck, it'll be, like, if I'm going to do a trail run, why not do it through Glenrock? It's gorgeous. So I signed up with a mate. We kind of trained for it. Didn't really know what we're in for because I had never run anything further than probably 15Ks and 15Ks on flat. Um, so we signed up, did it, and that was that was a challenge. That was good, but that was kind of like, okay, that was cool what next I want to I want to test myself again so that leads me into kind of my goals for this year one of my goals was to do a adventure race like one of those Spartan obstacle course kind of races um, and I've actually I've actually got two planned for this year so I've I'm doing one in five weeks um, that's only close it's in Lake Macquarie uh, I'm just doing the novice version because it's just going to be a taste. I'm not really going to train much for it. It's just going to be kind of a taste. And then there's one in June that I'm going to commit to to training for and have a crack at, like, having a good crack at. So I'm excited for those two things that are coming up this year. I don't really have any fitness comps or kind of fitness goals planned for later on after that in the second half of the year i actually don't have too many fitness goals for this year um most of my goals are shifting from performance goals and they're changing more towards health and kind of longevity goals so i'll go through i can go through my goals in another episode for now i'm going to go through i'm going to change gears a bit i'm going to change change topics and we'll stay with the topic but change to a different conversation I'm going to talk about what I currently do as a fitness kind of my weekly kind of schedule for fitness so I'll start with CrossFit I still do CrossFit I love it I think it's an awesome way to train as long as you recover properly and you you're smart about it I do CrossFit three to four times a week I've started doing functional bodybuilding. So I've gone back to doing bodybuilding, not for an aesthetics goal, but functional bodybuilding is kind of a longevity approach to bodybuilding. Now, bodybuilding, the actual training, is very different to the sport of bodybuilding. They're two very different things. Just like CrossFit training is very different to the sport of CrossFit. Very different things. Now, functional bodybuilding, or it's it's just bodybuilding essentially. Doing, I, I like it because 
it evens out in balances. So if you do single arm, single leg, um, dumbbell or kettlebell work, it helps even out in balances. So if you do a lot of bar heavy barbell work, you can build imbalances or tightnesses in your hips or your glutes or whatever. So doing single leg, you know, split squats or shoulder work or even going back to the old school dumbbell bench press. That's good because that helps. It just helps with imbalances. And it's also a rest on your body. Like CrossFit can be pretty, it can be pretty, like that high intensity is not good for your nervous system. You actually need your nervous system to recover from all that intense work. So adding in a functional bodybuilding session gives your nervous system a break, but you're still getting in some training. And then you can focus on like other things that I'll kind of put in that session will be cardio, like low intensity cardio. That's also going to be kind of a rest but it still gets the heart rate up a little bit. I'll add in some core work and then I'll add in some skill stuff like, like muscle ups or pistol or double under work. Stuff that's kind of going to be a low volume and it's just going to kind of be practice because it's hard to overtrain skill work like handstand walking because you like that stuff, you're going to gas out before you get to an an amount of volume that you can overtrain from. Obviously, if you need to rest your shoulders, you have to rest your shoulders. Don't do handstands, but there's always some skill work that you can work on that's not going to compromise your training in like an like overtraining. So that's kind of how I'll kind of um, that's how I kind of plan that functional bodybuilding work. It's not a rest day, but it's a it's a rest day from the intense CrossFit style workouts. Um, I'll, I'll do at least one workout outside. This is usually on a weekend. It'll be a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, usually like a long conditioning piece, like a run, or it's usually like a monostructural workout, like a, just a run or a ride or like a, a hike or something. Um, if I don't train Saturday, then my Sunday will be a workout, like a hike or something. Sometimes I'll I'll do CrossFit Saturday morning. And if that's the case, then Sunday will be a rest day. I'll still get outside, but it'll be kind of like a bushwalk or a hike rather than a workout. Um, but I'll, I'll get outside of the gym and do either a hike or some sort of workout every single week. Um, and that's... Oh, I do yoga like pretty much every morning, even rest days. So if I have a rest day, which I, I have two planned, it's either a Sunday and a Thursday or whatever. I'm pretty flexible. If if I've had a rest day for whatever reason, like not planned, I'll just train the next day or whatever the next rest day was planned, I'll just train then anyway. Um, I think it's important to be flexible. So this... This is kind of just a rough guide. Um, I pretty much do yoga every morning, seven days a week. Um, I think it's just a good way to wake up. I just, I, I like it. I think yoga and stretching 
is a good kind of it's a good contrast to a lot of strength training. If you do a lot of heavy stuff in the gym, then I think yoga and like stretching is really beneficial to recovery. Um, and so even on my rest days, like some people, they'll have a rest day and they'll do nothing. They'll just sit on the couch or watch Netflix and do nothing. Now that's not the worst thing you can do for recovery, like for a rest day, but it's not the best thing either. Ideally, you want to get the blood flowing. So on a rest day, I'll do an hour yoga and that'll be kind of my workout. But it kind of, it's, it's a rest day at the same time. It's better than sitting and doing nothing. You're getting the blood flowing. You, you're moving your joints through ranges of motion. It's good. It's better than doing nothing. Um, I was going to say that sitting on the couch doing nothing is the worst thing to do on a rest day, but getting in there, banging out an hour intense session is worse <laughs> when you actually need a rest day. So that's pretty much how I structure my training weeks. I do try to fit in saunas pretty regularly. I don't fit them in as much in summer because I've actually done, like I've done some research and if you train in a gym that doesn't have air con for an hour and your your core body temperature raises to a certain degree, you're getting similar benefits to what you get from a sauna. So essentially you don't need to do a sauna if it's if it's if if it's that hot when you're working out. So I don't sauna as much in summer, but I do try to sauna maybe three times a week in winter for about maybe 20 minutes. So yeah, that's pretty much me. If you have any other questions, feel free to message me. Uh, DM me on Instagram, whatever. Um, I try to reply to all of them. And yeah, I'm going to end it there. Peace. All right, guys. If you enjoyed this, please take a screenshot and share it. I'd love to see who's listening. And also, please subscribe and give a rating on iTunes. Sending positive vibes to everyone out there. Thanks heaps for listening.